enter week four against an injury-riddled and depleted 49ers team. Yeah, both teams injury-riddled uh, and depleted, Rich. But you mentioned, I, I never imagined we would be here in October and we turn the calendar and we're talking about a winless Eagles team, especially when you look at that schedule, Washington football team, Cincinnati. Uh, this is as bad as it gets. Uh, and, and we we play the intro to the show, Fly Eagles Fly, on the road to victory. That's that's what you need. You need to find a way by hook or by crook to finally get this going in the right direction because then you start talking about losing a team mentally if you continue to lose. Listen, they're an injury-riddled team. We know that. But this is the NFL. It's a war of attrition. You've talked about it. I've talked about it for years. You have to figure out a way to play the hand you've been dealt. And I recall going back to Saturday's conversation, you asked me my thoughts on this game. And I remember I specifically said against Cincinnati that if this is a 17-13 type of game, a tight game in the fourth quarter, you giving a young team an opportunity to hang around. Now, albeit it ends up in a tie, the embattled quarterback, once again, shaky when he had to lead him down the field, did it with his legs, forcing the overtime. I'm just curious before we move forward with the game against the Niners uh, Sunday night in San Fran, you know, any second guessing with Doug, some of the play calling late or not electing to go for the field goal? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that was the theme of that game. I think there was a lot of second guessing. If you think about uh, Doug Peterson and, and what he has been as the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. What was the name of his book, Rich? Fearless. And all of a sudden, Fearless turned to feckless, as I said. If you go back to the end of regulation, you're talking about, okay, you're a banged-up team. You're, you're trying to get – I've made this argument, so I'm going to run it by you, Rich. You're trying to get this team back on the right track. Yep. And I talked about the mental, the psyche part of it. If you go for two there, you win the game. You can say you get the quarterback back. He just made a fair that point. play. And guess what, Rich? Here's, here's the worst-case scenario. You lose that game. We've talked a lot about the only reason the Eagles are relevant right now is because of the division and how bad the division is. You lose to Cincinnati. It's an AFC uh, uh, opponent. It doesn't mean anything as far as tiebreakers go. And, and then you see there's a whole a tie to actually pick up a ground in the division. That's how bad the division is. So a loss is not the worst thing in the world. Cost-benefit analysis, when you can sort of bring up your team and, and, and bolster that psyche, I, I think that's worth talking about. And I asked Doug that after the game. It's an excellent point. This is not like Carson's first year as a rookie when everyone was screaming, why are you taking a win away from this kid against Baltimore? Yeah. Totally different yeah. scenario. And it doesn't help that the field goal attempt is pushed back because of the penalty on prior. But it's a really intriguing point you bring up, and I, I, I would agree to that. I, I didn't give it too much thought because ultimately what you're doing is, like you said, if you lose the game – you know, lose the battle, win the war, exactly. so to speak, because now you're giving your con- – hey, look, we're, we're going to die with our boots on, guys, yeah. and that's okay. We want out. But that's the thing. Here's a quarterback that's made his bones, and I should say a, a head coach, pardon me, in the NFL because of his aggressive nature. Where has it, where has it gone? And that's the exact point. Then you move forward into overtime. And you're right. I mean, that's a bad situation, and Dave Fipp admitted he was not prepared for that false start. And a lot of that, by the way, had to do with Jason Peters leaving because Matt Pryor was in a a situation he wasn't used to, got a little bit jittery, and all of a sudden you move back and they weren't prepared. Okay, what do we do? Do we kick the 64-yard field goal? It's probably not going to make it. Uh, Do you go for it on 4th and 10? 4th and 12, probably not going to make it. But again, you send a message to your team, and by punting, by playing for a tie against the Cincinnati Bengals, Rich, this isn't the Kansas City Chiefs. No. You know, if you're the Super Bowl champion, okay, yeah, let's get out of here with a tie. Sure, which is a win. Yeah. Cincinnati Bengals, so what do you say? You're saying to your offense, you can't make 4-12. and 12. You're saying to the kicker, which you probably can't, but he's made a 61-yard field goal, give him a chance. You can't make a 64-yard field goal. And then you're saying to your defense, if those bad things happen, you can't run 12 seconds off the clock and and keep them out of field goal range. So, to me, you're saying to each phase of your team, 
I don't have confidence in you. And that goes again to Doug Peterson, fearless versus speckless. He's showing he doesn't believe in this team. Let, let me play devil's advocate, uh, flip side of that coin. Is it damned if you do, damned if you don't? Because we always talk about the reaction, the perception, how the fans will look upon it, how the players will look upon it. If they try to go for two and it fails, you know, you're going to hear, oh, man, we, we were just scratching and clawing. You know what? We, we wouldn't have been okay with the tie. I, I mean, look, yeah. I'm just trying to play no, devil's advocate. I, I hear you, and that's exactly what happened. Doug would have got killed by not only the fans but the media if they lose that game. large portion of the media. Some of us, I think, would have seen what he was trying to do. But – the vast majority would have said, yeah, what are you doing? But again, if you go back to Doug's book and, and you go back to his sort of backhanded slap at Doug Marone in the AFC championship game and how conservative he was uh, moving up to that Super Bowl 52, and he said, I'll never do that. Well, guess what? You did it. And, you know, maybe people forget about it because it is week three against the Cincinnati Bengals. It's not a big spot. But you did it. You, 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 you know, Herm Edwards' rules apply, Rich. You mm -hmm. play to win the game. Doug Peterson didn't play to win well, Guess game. what? If they lose a couple more games, then Jim Mora's rules are going to start to apply. Playoffs. Exactly. Now, this is a banged-up, depleted team, uh, albeit so is their opposition on Sunday night, the 49ers. You talk about a 53-man roster, which is wonderful, but at the end of the day, they have tell, uh, two healthy wide receivers, the Philadelphia Eagles. There's going to be no Jackson. There's going to be no Jeffrey. you got a banged-up offensive line. It looks like, you know, again, you're going to have to run the ball early and often in this one uh, and establish the run. We saw what the 49ers were able to do against a bad giant defense, even with Nick Mullins looking like Montana out there. But, look, this is a capable team that can throw the ball, move the ball. They can put up some points. Uh, I mean, it just seems like, if, if anything, the defense will have to make a couple plays Sunday. And then, ultimately, I hate to keep saying the quarterback. It's hard to, it's hard to keep harping on it, but, ultimately— you know, who's this guy throwing to? Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, you know, he's he's going to be throwing to the same guys they finished uh, up with against Cincinnati. So it's going to be Greg Ward. It's going to be John Hightower. And it's going to be Deontay Burnett, who's going to be elevated from the practice squad at some point today. Right, go through the uh, – give me those three. For right. the listening audience again now, for you fantasy football guys out there, right? give me <laughs> those like names again. Greg Ward, yep. who, who is the number one receiver on the field. Not Charlie Eagles, Ward, but go ahead. The former quarterback yeah. at the University of Houston. So that's where you are. John Hightower, rookie fifth-round pick, who was out part of the week because he was sick. And then Deontay Burnett, who's a practice squad guy, uh, who's going to be elevated because of the new rules, the new COVID-19 rules, as he was last week. And in some ways, Rich, you know, you, you said the quarterback. I don't even want the quarterback to make plays at this point. I want the quarterback to play a clean game. And if you go back to last season in December when the Eagles made their playoff run, it's basically the same thing. He's relying on Greg Ward. He's relying on Boston Scott, Josh Perkins, players like that, who you kind of chuckle at, and, and maybe you should. But you know what? He, he wasn't trying to, to go over the top. He wasn't trying to shameless plug, extend the play every single time. He was trying to live for another down, just doing what the offense uh, was capable of doing and doing what the defense, the opposing defense, allowed him to do. If he can scale back to that and play a clean game, you mentioned the 49ers. You know, let's be honest. Delaware Valley, it's provincial, man. They don't pay attention to what's going on anywhere else. Nick Mullins is the quarterback. Uh, Nick Bosa isn't there. Uh, and he was the most dominant edge rusher, uh, among the most dominant edge rushers, and a big part of the reason why the 49ers made the Super Bowl. They're so banged up uh, in the backfield. Raheem Mostert. Yep. Jarek McKinnon's going to play, yep. but he's got a rib injury. Now, they'll get some boost. George Kittle will be back, but he's dealing with a knee. Debo Samuel's back, but he, he's got a Jones fracture in his foot. That's what he's coming back from. Rich, that ruined Des Bryant's career, that injury. That's right. That's right. And it's a tough injury to overcome. And it, you, you're right. I mean, but again, Eagles fans – 
they don't want to hear that, right? Because yeah. in their mind, we're dealing with our own issues. Uh, right now, the 49ers are laying a touchdown, which is amazing. Imagine if Jimmy G was, I, I don't know how much of a difference, but it's probably a seven and a half, eight point line. But I want to go back before we hit the first break. I want to go back to something you said. It's come down to now where let's just have the quarterback have a – now think about this, right? Let's have the quarterback just have a clean game. That's what happens when you're 0-2-1, when you haven't won a game and you've had bad losses and you've struggled three games into the NFL season. Yeah, That's but, where uh, we're at. Exactly, and it's scaled back. And even Doug Peterson talked about it earlier this week. He said maybe we'll have to go to tempo. we got to unclutter. He used that term. You never want to hear that term. When somebody's talking about a quarterback, we want to unclutter his mind and just get him back focusing on the right things. And that's where the Eagles are. Uh, You know, if you look, and and it's still a small sample size, but if you look through the first three weeks of the season, Carson Wentz doubled the turnover-worthy plays of any other starting quarterback in this league. Double. That's an alarming stat. That's beyond alarming. Yeah, and and that's something you you would get from a first- or second-year quarterback. Get from a rookie quarterback, somebody who hasn't played. Uh, Brett Rippon, uh, uh, Denver, you know, ton of turnovers. Slinging it the other night, by the way, on Thursday night. Yeah. By the way, I don't want to hear anyone ever again complain about how bad Thursday night football is. We don't get political on extending the play, but after what I saw earlier in the week, I'll take the Jets and Denver. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And... and... <laughs> It is unbelievable what's going on in, in New York football. Uh, and obviously you're a Giants guy, but the Jets and the Giants. Horrible, engaged, horrible. You know, it, it's amazing. I think Jets fans were crossing their finger that that report was true. That I, I, listen, I, 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 this is something we'll talk when we close it out, when we kind of sweep around the league and whatnot. I want to get your thoughts on those two aforementioned teams, but we got plenty of time to dive into that. We got Martin Frank jumping on board today, right? Martin Frank from the Wilmington News Journal. And obviously, uh, you know, Martin does a lot more than the NFL. He's done the NBA over the years, Major League Baseball. Doc Rivers, official, the head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. So maybe we'll sneak in something about Martin. You love you love your that. Sixers talk. Well, I love to rip the Sixers. <laughs> But uh, also, we'll just sneak that in. It's easy to rip the Eagles, so that 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 warms my heart as well. But uh, you know, Joe Biden's favorite paper. We'll joke about that. He's the only guy. Martin's the only guy who can get an interview with the pre- with a guy running for president. I think because he works for the Wilmington News Journal. But uh, yeah, all Eagles. This is AM fourteen ninety Sports Betting Radio. Eagles Forty ers best pregame show you'll get in South Jersey. Uh, Martin Frank coming up after the break. Don't miss out. PropSwap has future tickets on Green Bay selling like crazy. Green Bay odds started at 40 to 1, and now they've shot down to 15 to 1. Smart gamblers have been buying and selling Green Bay on PropSwap and are making a killing, and in just a few weeks. Also, right now, find Kyler Murray to win MVP tickets available on PropSwap. He's red hot, and he has led Arizona to an amazing start. Hurry and get a piece of the action. Go to PropSwap.com right now, or download the PropSwap app to learn how you can start making money. PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. Malamut and Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey's best. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. 
The secret is out about the award-winning Wycombe Public House. People travel from everywhere for their mouth-watering 10-ounce burgers and the area's best wings, nightly food specials, their turkey ball, and their homemade treats. Wycombe Public House is a craft beer paradise with 18 rotating drafts, including a weekly selection from acclaimed local brewery Tired Hands. So hop in the car and take a drive to Bucks County because when you arrive at the Wycombe Public House, you'll know that you're home. Before you play your next round of golf, meet Boston Scott Golf, where style meets performance. You know the feeling. Most of your golf shirts are too big, too tight, and don't look great. Get the classic style golf shirt with the modern feel and let pure feel take over the next time you play. BostonScottGolf.com. Boston Scott Golf. Feel good, play good, and enjoy a great round of golf. Visit now. BostonScottGolf.com. Use the code Harry and save 20%. Live from the Prop Swap Studios of AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, this is Extending the Play with John McMullen. Presented by Prop Swap. Prop Swap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. Once again, your host, John McMullen. And welcome back, AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio from the Prop Swap Studios here in South Jersey. Uh, very excited. Uh, to have my next guest on uh, from the Wilmington News Journal, uh, one of the best beat writers uh, in town, in the Delaware Valley, to cover the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, that's my buddy, Martin Frank. And uh, Martin, welcome to the program. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Yeah, and, and by the way, I want to get out of the way real quick. Martin does <laughs> more than just the Eagles. He does... Uh, the Philadelphia Sixers, as I mentioned before the break, uh, covers them occasionally. Uh, even some Phillies action. Doc Rivers, the new head coach of the Sixers, they made it official. Before we get to the Eagles, because I feel like Martin and I start every week on this show talking about the struggles of Carson Wentz. Uh, what do you mm-hmm. think Doc Rivers does for the Sixers? What was the last part about Doc Rivers. What do you think Doc brings to the Sixers? Not the Doc, oh. but Doc Rivers. <laughs> Doc, Doc brings like a winning pedigree. I mean, the guy's won everywhere he's been. He's won a championship with the Celtics. He's got experience dealing with personal superstar personalities. I mean, when he was with the Celtics, you know, he won with you know Garnett and Paul Pierce, and and you know those guys that the Celtics have. <laughs> When he was with the uh, Clippers, you know, he had a lot of personalities there, too. And, no, he never won a championship with them, but he got them pretty far into the playoffs and everything. So, you know, the guy knows how to win. He knows how to make, you know, star players believe in him and and in the system. And and that's going to be, obviously, the test with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. So, you know, we'll find out. I think they made a great hire with Rivers. I was really you know, pleasantly surprised, actually, that they went went out and got him and, you know, got it over with quickly. Yeah, Martin, I was pleasantly surprised, and that's why I wanted to bring it up, because I wanted to start with something positive and still, until we get into negative, <laughs> and that's the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, you and I joked when we set this thing up and we we're going to have various beat writers do this show, uh, uh, one, you know, every, kind of rotate them in and out, and, and you joked, uh, let's just hope the Eagles aren't 0-3. Uh, yeah. It's your turn. Well, they're not 0-3, but they're 0-2-1 after coming exactly. off a tie with the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, which obviously is not a powerhouse team. Uh, we can start with all the issues, and there are plenty of them, but you have to start with the quarterback. You have to start with the turnover, sort of worthy plays, twice as many as other NFL starting quarterbacks. So we'll – ask you i've been asking everybody what exactly is going on with carson wentz from your perspective uh, you know that's that's like a great question because you know what we've seen from carson this year is stuff that we've never really seen before i mean the guy has thrown two interceptions in every game so that's six through three games and you think about like the last three seasons he's never he's thrown seven last year he played all 16 games he threw seven the year before he played, you know, what, 11, 12 games. 
And then, you know, in 2017, when he was on his way to being the MVP, he threw seven interceptions in 13 games. And here we are three games in, he's already thrown six. So, you know, he's just making bad decisions. Um, you know, the offensive line has kind of been a mess. So, you know, I'm sure that has something to do with it. His wide receivers can't stay healthy. I mean, you know, you look at the injury report for – for this weekend, I mean, what is it, top four are out, um, five out of six, you know, aren't aren't going to play. Um, so, you know, there, there are a lot of factors. I mean, Carson's also making bad decisions. Maybe he's feeling like he has to do everything, um, you know, carry the whole team on his shoulders, so to speak, and he's just trying to force things that aren't there. I mean, it's just been one thing after another. I mean, it's... It hasn't been good, and you know, it, and it has been very uncharacteristic of him. So you'd like to think that he would figure all this out and get things turned around, you know. And tomorrow night would be a good time to start doing that. <laughs> yeah, it would be a a very good time. And we're talking with Martin Frank at AM fourteen ninety Sports Betting Radio from the Wilmington News Journal. By the way, I got to ask you also. If you have a direct line to Joe Biden, because we can't, uh, you're his favorite newspaper. So we want to get some info on the election as well. But uh, when we talk uh, about Carson, you know, earlier this week, Martin, Doug used the term Mm -hmm. unclutter when he was talking about Carson Wentz's mind. And if you go all the way back to the one time we got to talk so far this season with Rich Scandarello, who is, uh, uh, sort of a Kyle Shanahan disciple, knows a lot of things uh, about hey. Kyle Shanahan's offense. He he called Carson an elite-level processor, compared him to Matt Ryan when it comes to pre-snap, post-snap. And all right. Yeah, sudden, I think I asked him that question. Yeah, yeah I remember that, that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we, we, we go from elite processor <laughs> to unclutter his mind. Clutter his mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just I, – I, I don't know how we got here, and I don't know if he can just blame it on the lack of talent because if you think about last year when the Eagles made the run, who was that? It was Greg Ward. It was Boston yeah. Scott. It was Josh Perkins. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. I mean, yeah, how do you go from being that elite processor to, you know, trying to have his mind uncluttered, like dumbing down the offense in a sense, you know, just so he doesn't, you know, throw dumb passes. I mean, it's it's crazy. Um, and I don't know how to answer that question, to be honest with you. I mean, there are so many. Like, I, the there's so many I, things I to process. Yeah, I mean, scared. like a guy yeah. who had this mind, like a beautiful mind, you know, so to speak, with all these algorithms going on in his head to all of a sudden, you know, let's, let's dumb it down and, you know, make make him complete the easy passes. But maybe sometimes with the struggling quarterback, that's what you have to do. I mean, you know, you talk about the screen game a lot. Um, maybe that's something that gets him going. But, you know, the Eagles' screen game has been kind of a disaster so far this season. So I don't even know if that will work. I mean, maybe you just give the ball to Miles Sanders 25 times during the game, and every now and then you mix in a pass, like a high percentage type of pass. Maybe that will do it. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you bring up Miles. I agree with you. If there's one a foundational piece, it seems like maybe the Eagles can try to steady the ship with it, it's Miles Sanders. But then you talk about that number of touches. And mm-hmm. I, I think it was 23 against the Rams and then 22 against the Bengals. Yeah. And already he's had the hamstring. Now he's got the glute problem. And he's 5'11", 210. This isn't Adrian Peterson. This isn't Earl Campbell. Uh, do you think he's the type of running back that can handle touching it 25 or even 30 times a week and be there for 16 weeks? Yeah, I mean it's it's a hard it's a hard thing to say. It's just kind of I mean it's just kind of ironic because you know since Doug Peterson's become the coach, they always had a rotation, so you never had to worry about you know a guy getting overused. I mean, you go back to, uh, you know, his first year he had Ryan Matthews and uh, I forget who the other guy was now. Um, Lager- Lager- a bunch was of that guys. Year? That? Was that LeGarrette Blunt's year? That was the next year. It was LeGarrette Blunt and Jay Ajayi. 
you know, and then, you know, he had, he always had two guys, at least two guys who he could split the snaps with pretty evenly. And, you know, they want to ride Miles Sanders, but, you know, they still don't seem to be giving him the ball enough to justify that, you know, like, if Miles Sanders is your guy, he should be getting 25 to 30 touches a game. And maybe they've been afraid to do it so far this year because, you know, he, he missed pretty much all the preseason with his hamstring injury, and now, you know, he's got the glute issue. Um, so, you know, it's it's kind of interesting because they never, they never upgraded the running back position during the offseason. You know, there were guys out there, you know, most recently Devontae Freeman, and they decided, you know, Miles is going to be the main guy, and, you know, Boston Scott and Corey Clement will be good enough to fill in the void here and there. But, you know, we haven't seen much from those guys either. So, you know, they're kind of stuck. I mean, yes, against the 49ers, they have to give the ball to Miles Sanders more than the 22 to 23 touches he had in the first, you know, the last couple games. And, you know, but then they run the risk, you know, maybe he gets hurt again and he's going to miss, like, entire games, like he missed the first game. So it's it's kind of a catch-22 with them because, yes, they need to give the ball to Miles Sanders, but if they do, he might get hurt. Yeah, and, you know, it is frustrating because I, I think the one part uh, where uh, at least you can give Carson Wentz a little dispensation, I would say, is the fact that the receiver position is so banged up. And, by the way, the guys, uh, when they were playing, they weren't playing that well. Uh, yeah. When you talk about Deshaun Jackson and even Jalen Rager, people were excited. The explosion was there. Everybody saw the athleticism. But the route running wasn't there. And, obviously, all right. Jeffrey, I, I think he'll be back uh, for Pittsburgh in week five. But we'll see. And that's what the Eagles kind of have targeted. So we're down to what they finished last week against Cincinnati. Greg Ward, John Hightower, and they're probably going to elevate Deontay Burnett from the practice squad later today. Um, right. That's not good. <laughs> Am I overreacting and saying that's not good? Uh, no, I think you're pretty much hit the nail on the head with that. Um well, you know, we saw, like, last year, you talk about Greg Ward. Those four games, he was the best receiver. He he caught the game-winning touchdown pass against Washington in the final minute. Um, he had the most receptions out of anybody. I mean, he's a competent receiver. Um, he had the 29-yard touchdown reception last week against the Bengals. I mean, I think in that case, he'll be fine. Um Deontay Burnett has kind of played in some games here and there. I mean, he's caught he's caught a few passes. You know, it's the other guys. Um, you mentioned John Hightower. You know, he's a rookie. He's playing in his fourth game. Uh, he's had, you know, he had a couple drops. Uh, it's kind of tough for him to beat, you know, press coverage at the line. Um, I think there's probably a really good chance they'll activate Quest Watkins off IR, and, you know, it'll be his NFL debut. Who knows what he's going to be able to do? Um, it's not a it's not a great situation by any means. And, and this is all, you know, part of what Carson Wentz is throwing to every week. I mean, it's, it's hard. And, you know, you mentioned even in the first game when they had Rager and Deshaun Jackson, um, you know, Wentz overthrew those guys, too. I mean, Rager had a 55-yard reception, but, you know, Wentz also overthrew him on one play, which actually Rager kind of took the blame on himself, saying he slowed down at one point. Um, you know, Deshaun's been an interesting situation with him because, you know, the first game he played, what, 54% of the snaps? And then in the second game, he wasn't even targeted at all in the first half. And then they finally started throwing the ball to him, but they were short passes. And now he's got the hamstring issue. I mean, there's something fishy going on with that, if you ask me. Um, yeah, it just seems of, kind of strange. Martin, speaking of fishy, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside coming up with the yeah. injury. I, you don't even talk about him anymore. And I thought, and let me get your thoughts before we hit the break, if we want to keep you to talk about the 49ers on the other side. But – uh, okay. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, 
Earlier this week, did you get a little frustration feeling from Doug Peterson when he was talking about J.J.? Because, you know, last week against Cincinnati, uh, that was his opportunity to sort of turn this narrative around. And all of a sudden, right. he comes up in pregame with this calf injury, another soft tissue problem for the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I think I get the feeling the Eagles are saying, you know what, we're going to turn the page to use Chip Kelly's quote, the best ability is availability. And I, I yeah. think they were frustrated that J.J. didn't try and, and do a little bit more. He played a little bit, but by the end of that Good. game, he was off the field. Well, you know, it, it's – I don't know what to make of, of J.J. because, you know, he had the same opportunity towards the end of last season. I mean, you know, Deshaun was out, Alshon was out, Nelson Aguilar was out. And they're pretty much begging for anybody to step up. I mean, Greg Ward did. And, you know, that, that would have been a great opportunity for J.J., but, you know, he had these little nagging injuries back then either, back then as well. And, you know, he didn't really do anything. And, you know, obviously everybody knew at that point it was a disappointment. And then he comes back in the summer, and he has a great training camp. I mean, you were there every day. You saw him making those catches and, you know, at one point he high-pointed a ball out on the sideline. Um, he made a nice diving catch in the end zone. And you're like, all right, that's the J.J. that, you know, everybody was expecting. And then the season starts, and it's the same thing as last year. I mean, you know, now he's hurt. He's had a great, you know, this would have been the perfect opportunity for him to step up and say, you know, hit, you know I'm not the bust that everyone thinks I am. And, you know, and and all of a sudden they're praising his blocking again. Um, you know, they're trying to explain why he gets so many snaps but so few targets. And I think at this point I get the feeling that they kind of have the feeling that they had with Matt Collins last year. If you remember, he went like six or seven games without even as much as a target or a reception. And, you know, I think they're just like, oh, man, I think at some point we got to cut bait. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Martin, it's just not working out. Martin, you hit the nail on the head. When you're a receiver and they start talking about your blocking, <laughs> yeah. that is a – Like uh, the kiss of death, yeah, right? That is a clear signal that things are in trouble. But we're going to hold you after the break to start talking about the Eagles' opponent this week, the even more banged up, I would argue, San Francisco 49ers. Uh, stay tuned. More extending the play on a- AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Don't miss out. PropSwap has future tickets on Green Bay selling like crazy. Green Bay odds started at 40 to 1, and now they've shot down to 15 to 1. Smart gamblers have been buying and selling Green Bay on PropSwap and are making a killing, and in just a few weeks. Also, right now, find Kyler Murray to win MVP tickets available on PropSwap. He's red hot, and he has led Arizona to an amazing start. Hurry and get a piece of the action. Go to PropSwap.com right now, or download the PropSwap app to learn how you can start making money. PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. DelVal Insurance wants to save you 40% on your car insurance right now, and they will do it today. Here's managing partner Jim Mulebrunner. A lot of people pay a lot more premium than they need to, and they may not have the coverage to to justify what they're paying. There's no charge for the complimentary insurance review. You will save money, and you will connect with a company that is an advocate, not a broker. Go to DVIGI.com or simply call Jim at 215-354-0122. That's 215-354-0122. I've met clients that think that I, as an independent agent, charge a fee versus going direct to GEICO or going direct to Progressive. We do not charge a fee. Let DelVal Insurance save you up to 40% on your car insurance. Get your complimentary review. Call Jim Muehlbrenner directly at 215-354-0122. 215-354-0122. Your savings are a phone call away. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. 
Malamut and Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey. Jersey's best. What would you do with an extra $284,783 in retirement? Sure, it sounds too good to be true, but that's how much you can save in taxes during your retirement with your IRA and 401k, thanks to the defensive tax planning strategies from Thrive Financial Services. Of course, everyone's situation is different, but if you have an IRA or 401k, learn how much money you can save with a free IRA and 401k analysis. This free analysis can be done over the phone or video conference. Call to schedule your free analysis now at 215 215- 987-2450. Remember, it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep. Call David and Karen Bazaar and Brett Elam of Thrive Financial Services to get your free IRA and 401k analysis. Call 215-987-2450. That's 215-987-2450 for Thrive Financial Services. Live from the Prop Swap Studios of AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, this is Extending the Play with John McMullen. Presented by Prop Swap. Prop Swap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. Once again, your host, John McMullen. Uh, we are back. AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, Prop Swap Studios, talking the most in depth Eagles 49ers preview in South Jersey. Uh, and to get that done, we have one of the best Eagles beat writers in the business, Martin Frank, uh, from the Wilmington News Journal, and also in South Jersey. You can read him in the Courier Post, by the way, as well. Uh, Martin, welcome back. And we want to kind of shift gears uh, toward the 49ers, who are obviously uh, the reigning NFC champions. Uh, but. The team the Eagles are going to face on Sunday Night Football, big stage, national television, is not that team that was in the Super Bowl. It starts with the with the quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, is out with an ankle injury. Also, though, you know, Nick Bosa, I would argue that he was the linchpin uh, that kind of put the 49ers over the top. He was so dominant as an edge rusher. He's gone for the year with a torn ACL. Richard Sherman. Uh, their cornerback, who's going to be in the Hall of Fame some someday, is not uh, is injured right now. So when you talk about the Eagles, and it's fair to say the Eagles are very banged up, the team they're about to face is just as banged up. Um, and and does that help the Eagles at all uh, as far as moving forward? Very difficult trip cross country. Uh, how do you see this one unfolding? Well, it's it's an interesting dilemma because, like, you know, it's pretty much an all-star team of, like, players who are out for both teams. I mean, if you, you mentioned some of the 49ers guys, but, like, you know, you look at their defensive line, you mentioned Bosa. I think Solomon uh, Thomas is out for the years. He's on IR. Uh, D. Ford isn't going to play. Um, that's three of their best defensive linemen right there, and they traded, um, you know, DeForest Buckner to Indianapolis. So pretty much their starting defensive line from last year is not going to be there Sunday night. And I think that right there is the key for the Eagles. I mean, the offensive line, their offensive line has to dominate the 49ers defensive line, which is now, you know, in second stringers, they signed Ziggy Ansa, um, you know, guys like that who, you know, for the Eagles, that has to be kind of like their big matchup that they have to take advantage of. You also mentioned, you know, their secondary. I think uh, they got a couple other guys out besides Sherman too, like uh, Witherspoon. I think is yeah is out. Um, somebody else as well. Um, you mentioned Garoppolo. They're going to be playing Nick Mullins, a quarterback, and also Raheem Mostert, their top running back, is out. <laughs> 
He was it's with the crazy. Eagles. You got to say that every team, every time you say Raheem Mostert in the Delaware Valley, you got to point out <laughs> he started. With That's the right. Eagles. You have to mention the fact yeah. that he was and, Eagles and training camp hero. He, he is. Really, oh, that he, was the Chip Kelly era, correct? Correct. And he, and he has turned into a, a a really solid running back, tremendous speed. But obviously, he's not going to be around. Jarek McKinnon, even who's their sort of bell cow back, and interestingly. Uh, He's missed the last two seasons with injuries. Is finally back, but he's banged up again with a rib injury. Uh, so it goes on and on. It's like drugstore receipts, Martin, with these two teams. They're so long. The 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 injury list uh, are are so long. But one thing I I got from the Eagles this week, and and mainly the defenders. I, I was kind of shocked a little bit that they didn't seem to even play into the the change from of quarterbacks from Jimmy Garoppolo to Nick Mullins. It was yeah. all, you can look at it a couple ways and say, well, Jimmy G's not that good because they think Nick Mullins right. is the exact same thing, but also more the the 49ers run game and it seems like everything Kyle Shanahan does is built off that running game and I think Jim Schwartz said Doug called this team the faceless 49ers because they're not going to change even though there's been a change at quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and I asked Doug that on, on Friday, like, you know, how do you prepare for, you know, the quarterback situation when you have, you know, you know Garoppolo is probably not going to play, and now he's definitely not going to play. Um, and then, you know, going to Nick Mullins, do you prepare any differently from him than, for him? And he said, no, you prepare like they're going to run the ball because that's who they are and that's what they do. Everything starts from there. And, you know, sure, I think Mullins threw for um, 343 yards last week against the Giants, but, you know, then again, it's the Giants. Um, So, but, yeah, the strength of their offense starts with the running game. So, you know, even if Mullins is in there, I mean, his job basically is to get the ball to – well, McKinnon now and, you know, go from there and build off of that. Um, it's kind of an interesting thing because the 49ers, you know, they put up good offensive numbers, you know, despite the fact that, you know, I, I heard there was even talk in, in San Francisco that, you know, is Jimmy Garoppolo's job in jeopardy? I mean, he wasn't good in the Super Bowl last year in the fourth quarter. And, you know, he was off to kind of a rocky start so far this season. And now here you got Mullins, and he comes in. And they scored thirty six points last week. So, yeah, I, I kind of, you know, Kyle Shanahan tried to shut that down, Martin, because there were people saying, you know, maybe Nick Mullins, if he continues to play uh, the way he has, that he could win that job. Kyle wanted to shut that down, but I kind of agree with you. I, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a little bit overrated uh, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but certainly when you get to the Super Bowl, that plays into it. But, you know, I, I think I, I want to focus on that running game and, and look at it. The Eagles historically under Jim Schwartz have been very good stopping the run. Right. So, in theory, it should be strength versus strength. Uh, I, I, I do look at this Eagles defense, and I think people would be surprised. It's a top-10 defense. Granted, it's a small sample size, but I think they're fifth in the NFL right now in defense which is pretty amazing. They're top 10 versus the rush. They're top 10 versus the pass. They're top 10 in third down defense. But the one thing they can't do and haven't been able to do is turn the football over, whereas Carson we talked about in the first segment. So the Eagles are 32nd in the NFL, uh, I think minus seven in the turnover ratio. Does it simply boil down to whoever, if the Eagles can play a clean game, can they beat a banged-up 49ers team? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, you know, and the thing about the 49ers is they don't make mistakes because, you know, what we were just talking about, I mean, their primary focus is to run the ball, and, you know, they don't throw the high-risk type of passes that the Eagles have been trying, or at least Carson Wentz has been trying and stuff like that. So it's going to be hard for them to get a turnover unless, you know, the 49ers start fumbling the ball a lot, but there hasn't really been much evidence of that. Um, but it, it is kind of interesting because, you know, you mentioned, you know, the Eagles run defense and, you know, their defense, the Eagles defensive line right now is 
pretty much fully intact. And this is probably going to be, I know they've all, the defensive line has played together like the last couple weeks, but, you know, you got to remember that Javon Hargrave is just still kind of rounding into shape because he hadn't hadn't practiced all during the preseason. So technically, you know, he should be like in pretty good shape. You're finally going to see like that defensive tackle rotation with him, Fletcher Cox, Malik Jackson, you know, you got Derek Barnett, who's going to be back for his third game now. And, you know, he didn't practice at all during the preseason. So this could be like the first game where the four of those guys, along with, you know, those guys along with Brandon Graham, you know, have a really good rotation going. And, and I'll add Josh Sweat to that too, because, you know, he's been probably the, one of their best defensive ends so far this season. Yeah, AM 1490, Sports Betting Radio. We're talking with Martin Frank from the Wilmington News Journal, Camden, Courier Post, uh, one of the best Eagles beat writers there is. And I, I do want to bring up the fact that while we have centered on injuries, the, the 49ers are getting two playmakers back. It starts with George Kittle, who might be the best tight end in football, but also Debo Samuel, who helps in so many ways. Uh, not only mm-hmm. as the 49ers' best receiver, but he's also that jet sweep guy and can impact the running game as far as that goes. And we all know how that important is to Kyle Shanahan to set up play action. Um, right. Coming off a of Jones fracture, though, Martin, and I brought up I was talking to Rich earlier in the show, that ruined Des Bryant's career. So uh, how much of an impact do you think uh, a Debo Samuel can come coming straight off injured reserve and even bigger George Kittle because Nate Gary has struggled, to put it mildly, in pass coverage? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Samuel gives them that speed element, you know, that pretty much every team is dying for. I mean, like especially like the Eagles. I mean, who's their speed receiver this weekend? I don't know. <laughs> um, Come on, you yeah, got a track Samuel team. Gives, you got John Hightower. That? You got Quez Watkins. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Uh, good luck with that. Um, but Samuel gives him that speed element. You know, he can get the ball in space. And, you know, we've seen Eagles linebackers, you know, chasing futilely after receivers and tight ends. And, you know, that's another – you mentioned George Kittle. I mean, he could – technically have a field day um he's you know he's probably the best tight end in the nfl right now and he's dangerous over the middle he can go deep um i think i saw something where he ran a faster 40 time than jalen mills who's a safety and was playing cornerback before so you know kittle can beat you in any number of ways he beats you with the power you know the power game he can he can beat you down the field you know, he's a great blocker. Um, he's going to be tough for them, uh, and he's coming back. I think he missed the last two games. You know, you got Samuel. you got another speed element in there. I mean, that's going to be tough for the Eagles secondary and the linebackers to keep up with um, throughout an entire game. I mean, I'm sure one of them at some point will break free and have a big game. All right, Martin, last one for you. I want to thank you for joining the program on AM 1490 this morning, uh, and we got to put you on record. Give us your prediction. Eagles 49ers, big stage, Sunday night football. Can the Eagles get off the snide? Well, you know, I think it's going to be like, you know, if you put this game on paper, say the Eagles traveling all the way across the country to play the 49ers, defending Super Ending NFC champion, you know, the Eagles haven't won a game. Their offense is a mess. Their, you know, top four wide receivers are out. You know, you would think it'd be an easy 49ers win, but I, I can see the Eagles finding some way, you know, to keep the game interesting, keep it close, but I just don't see them winning in the end. I predict uh, 49ers 28, Eagles 24. Uh, I thought we were going to get some optimism. I thought that Doug Peterson trademark spot where everybody thinks he's going to lose, and I thought Martin was going to give the Eagles a win. Ultimately, he's, he sides with the 49ers. want to thank you for joining the program, Martin. Appreciate it. Uh, and he'll be My back pleasure. later in the season as well. Uh, stay tuned on AM 1490. More extending the play 
after the break. Don't miss out. PropSwap has future tickets on Green Bay selling like crazy. Green Bay odds started at 40 to 1, and now they've shot down to 15 to 1. Smart gamblers have been buying and selling Green Bay on PropSwap and are making a killing, and in just a few weeks. Also, right now, find Kyler Murray to win MVP tickets available on PropSwap. He's red hot, and he has led Arizona to an amazing start. Hurry and get a piece of the action. Go to PropSwap.com right now, or download the PropSwap app to learn how you can start making money. PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. Malamut and Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey's best. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. My name is Frank Halber, and I serve as president of Ask Me Local 1637. Every day, countless lives are devastated in our country at the hands of the opioid epidemic. Whether sparked by a pain-related work injury or other issues, many of those afflicted are family members, friends, and co-workers. It may even be you in desperate need of help. No one is immune to the effects of this terrible epidemic. If you or someone you know or love is suffering from addiction to opioids or other substances, Don't wait another day to reach out to someone and seek help. I have personally felt the pain that this epidemic inflicts, and I beg of you to tell a friend, a family member, or a professional now and get the support you need like your life depends on it, because it does. Remember, it's not where you start the race that counts. It's that you finish that matters the most. My name is Frank Halber of Ask Me Local 1637. I'm a labor leader and organized labor cares. Live from the Prop Swap Studios of AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio, this is Extending the Play with John McMullen. Presented by Prop Swap. Prop Swap that ticket and cash in while the odds have improved. Once again, your host, John McMullen. All right, back a couple minutes before we get out of here. Rich Canyon is here. Johnny Mack on the other side. We got everything going on in break. We're talking uh, COVID. We're talking injuries. We're talking coaches getting fired. We're talking early draft picks, Sixers. Martin Frank, 28-24, like Steve. He he gave us a curveball. I thought he was going to go the optimistic route. Really? really Well, I mean, you have to be objective, do you not? Oh, sure. Right? Yeah. I mean, if some of these beat reporters got paid by predictions, a lot of them would be out of job. I'd be out of a job. (laughs) I, I mean, how do you how do you pick the Eagles to lose to the Washington football team and the Cincinnati Bengals? I, you can't do that. Now, I, I I thought you know the Rams. That's fine. Pick against them there. Pick against them in this spot. Uh, remember, this is the first cross country uh, trip in the COVID environment, so yep. everything is different. Um, and the Eagles haven't handled that kind of stuff well. Let's be honest. I mean, I thought that was going to be a strength of this organization. As we start this Eagles Intel segment, it hasn't been. I I, I think they have been uh, – maybe that's the biggest disappointment to me of all because this is new for everybody uh, as we clean the studio in between. I was telling uh, – yeah, yeah, I told John. I told Johnny Mack I'm so OCD and OCD. I'm just constantly wiping down stuff. And it's fitting, right? You wipe the uh, the uh, slate clean. I mean, that's what the yeah, Eagles need to do. That's what you have to do. W- with a win – on Sunday, and again, I'm at the point, and I've mentioned it during the week on my show, um, 4 to 6, Tuesday, Wednesday, back your play, right here on AM 1490. Uh, checks in the mail, Johnny Mac. Yeah. I've mentioned it as well. At the end of the day, you are just you have to just get a win to right the ship, and it's only going to be for a week. I still don't believe this team 
as presently constructed, is going to be a playoff team. Well, yeah, I think there's two ways to look at this, this particular game. And it, and it does come down to the fact that if you lose again, you've gone a whole month of football without a win. I mean, that is a, a psyche destroyer. Uh, and it's going to affect the fan base. It's going to affect people in the building. It's going to affect everything. On the other hand, if you find a way to get a win by hook or by crook, some way against this banged-up Niners team that we've talked about, all of a sudden you look at this division. You don't, you know, Dallas, uh, but you know the the Giants aren't going to be involved yeah. in this. You know the Washington football team isn't going to be involved in this. So one win will turn this team into perhaps the NFC's favorites. That's how bad this division is. Again. And ultimately, it's going to come down to the two Eagles-Cowboys games, uh, I think, and 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 at some point. Uh, but you got to get that first win. you got to get that first win, or everything can go out the window because then you start coming. At some point, you're going to have to say, well, the Eagles should be in the same conversation with the Giants and the Washington football team. I didn't want to leave you astray as we start to wrap it up. Was that – the piggyback part of the Eagles intel for this week? No, that, the piggyback is Rich Scangarello because Rick, you know, Rich, former offensive yeah, coordinator. Yeah, you Denver, mentioned him in the past. He, he was the quarterback's coach under Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco before he got the OC job in Denver. Even before that, he left the college ranks to take a quality control job in Atlanta because he liked Kyle Shanahan's offense so much. He just wanted to learn under the guy. So, he knows he was brought in to bring a lot of those elements to the Philadelphia offense. Hasn't worked to this point. But nobody knows Kyle Shanahan as well as Rich Gangarello. So perhaps that's that one intangible that the Eagles can use, more so from the defensive side. Eagles can't figure out how to implement that kind of stuff on the offensive side of the football. I'll give you my thoughts on the game before you close it out with your thoughts and predictions. I think this is... How many years do we talk about the Eagles getting right and this is a game where everyone goes against them? Now, I'll tell you right now, I'm not picking the Eagles until they win a game. I like San Francisco in this one. I can see a 28-17, to 28-21 type of game. But if they want to make it close, if they have a chance of winning this one, I'll kind of go back to what I said last week. You might need a special teams play. You might need a blocked punt, a blocked field goal, flip the field something to galvanize to spark this team because I, I just don't believe we're going to see it with this offense. Well, it's interesting, Rich, because uh, the Eagles I mentioned are 32nd in the NFL. That's dead last. Real and, quick, Johnny Mack, a lot of issues with San Fran with their special units teams. Yeah, yeah. A lot when it comes to extra points and PATs and field goals. And and, and their 32nd turnover ratio, uh, so dead last in the league. The one turnover they created was on special teams. So maybe that is something where they can – uh, build on that if they can flip the field, do something of that nature. But I think more importantly, as I said, it's it, it's a clean game. But I'm with you, Rich. I cannot pick this team anymore until they win this game. This is the trademark dead Doug Peterson spot. Everybody thinks the Eagles are losing this game. Uh, I do think it's going to be tight, tighter than people imagine. Uh, but I also have the 49ers winning a, a field goal game 23-20. Just from what you said, I cannot pick this football team until they actually win a game at this point. And and I think that is something they have to prove, and that's what I've said throughout this program. By any means necessary, you have to find a way to win a football game. And it starts on Sunday night on the biggest stage in the regular season on Sunday night football. Uh, whether the Eagles can get that done or not is, is at this point uh, – Yet to be seen. Yeah, yet to be seen. And, and the fact is you have a quarterback that is struggling. No matter what the Eagles say, they have a quarterback that is struggling with his confidence uh, and, and, and with the fact that perhaps um, Jalen Hurts is behind him. I, you know, We'll get into that next week on extending the play. Ooh. We'll get on that Monday night on the fixer, Brian. <laughs> I'm sure you'll get on it. Absolutely. I'll get uh, on Tuesday, it Tuesday and Wednesday. Wednesday yeah, we're back, to, yeah. back to play. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you catch me Tuesday and Wednesday with Back Your Play. Johnny Mac, great job as always. We appreciate Martin Frank jumping on board. Don't forget, follow Johnny Mac on Twitter. All Everything's posted on uh, at 1490 Sportsbet on Twitter. Also, um, the Jacob Media YouTube channel. We get these shows up and running so you guys get your Eagles fix as always. We'll do it again next Saturday, my friend.
We will do it again. Keep extending the play. I'll see you Monday night with Ryan, and we will break down Eagles 49ers uh, on demand. Jacob Media Partners and AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. You've been listening to Extending the Play with John McMullen on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Today's program was sponsored by the Malamet Law Office and Remax Real Estate, as well as Bet Rivers Party Poker and Dunkin' Donuts. This has been a Jacob Media Partners production. Sports Betting Radio. Listen online at 1490sportsbettingradio.com.